Hi, it's Scott Rockfile, back with another podcast review for you. Going to talk about the original 2001 Laura Croft Tomb Raider in its 4K edition. So, I recently did a review of uh, Laura Croft Tomb Raider, the sequel. <laughs> the Cradle of Life, yeah. And... When I was finished with it, I thought it, I called it a throwback to a 90s film, even though it came out in 2003. It was obviously written back then. It felt like one. Um, and it wasn't my favorite movie. When it was over, it was like gone. It was It was one of those, everything probably looked great on paper, but when it was over, it was just utterly forgettable. So I said, well, I'll rewatch the first one. Picked up a 4K copy of it. Finally sat down to watch it over the weekend. I was really disappointed. I remember this movie being so much better. The good Angelina, Angelina Jolie was perfect for the role. She plays it well. She does the accent well. She looks like the character from the video games. I think the biggest problem with both movies is they got video game people to work on them. <laughs> That's probably the biggest problem with any video game movie. Take those people out of it. You know, if they wrote the story or whatever, great. Have them involved, but get real Hollywood people to make it into a movie. The biggest problem I have with both movies is both did something kind of supernatural science fiction-y fantasy towards the end of the movie, and it was totally not needed and took it out of the reality of things. This one has a bit of a time travel element to it. Another good thing is they got John Voight to play her father. That's her father in real life. Um, there's a lot of heavy editing done there, and he really only has one germane scene. Everything else is kind of like a montage, and I understand they had a falling out after, and they're not speaking again or whatever. I don't, don't care about the lifestyles of the rich and famous. Other casting was pretty good. Um, you had the same guys. Well, obviously, these people carried on. Uh, Noah Taylor and things like that. Um, Ian Glenn played a bad guy. I thought he was great. Daniel Craig. Boy, talk about having somebody early. This is right before he played Bond in 2001. Daniel Craig is good in the movie. Doesn't even have an accent. Plays an American, I guess. Um, and having Gerard Butler in the sequel. They knew what they were doing casting-wise to put these big actors right before they got big into these movies. Daniel Craig fares a little better than, than I thought, um, what's his name, did in the second one. But all in all, I'm watching the movie. I'm like, the set pieces are good. Well, first, we spend almost a whole hour in, it opens with Laura Croft basically tomb raiding, but it turns out it's a mission. They're setting her up. She's training, and she has to fight a robot at the end. Okay, great. Then more time. Then we set up the story, and then we come back. We spend almost an hour in Croft Manor. She's doing research or whatever, but it's like this is a $150 million budget, and they stay in the house for the first almost hour. Then they finally do some globe trotting, and they did film it in Iceland and some other countries, and the budget's on the screen. Um, I like the practical effects, the big thing at the end, the big contraption that's in the water-filled tank and all that. Um, that was great. That reminded me of you know the big Pirates of the Caribbean Disney movies where they had to do a bunch of stuff practical and then they fill it in. That made the finale much better than the, the second movie, which has a lot of CG in the finale. This one had a lot of practical effects, a big machine they're all swinging on and hanging on and all this kind of stuff. But all in all, it's just such a waste of the character. We should have seen more Tomb Raiding which you did in the second movie, but the second movie was bad for different reasons. It was a lot of setup, and you had really good actors playing bad guys and side characters, and they weren't really used very well. It's pretty much still just her film. And when it was over again, it was like, ah, oh, now I know why people don't say really great things about these. She was great in them, and they were fine for the time. 
But to give you an inkling of how the studios make these movies, on the back of it, it's a big deal that U2's Elevation is in there. It was a big single at the time. It's in the movie, it says. The video is on the Blu-ray. They use a clip of it over the ending credits. Not even the whole song. Just like 30 to 60 seconds of it over the, yeah. That's how integrated it was into the movie. They didn't force a bunch of pop culture music into the movie. It's a classical soundtrack like the second one, so that's kind of cool. Um, but they did have some house music and others because she programs the robot that she beats in the beginning with some of her dance music, and that kind of is a theme that runs through the rest of the movie. But as someone who's played almost all of the Tomb Raider games, both of these movies are Tomb Raider in name only and some of the looks and some of the characters and stuff, but the adventures didn't really come off. I mean, Tomb Raider, the first one, has more of her getting into the caves and solving puzzles and stuff than the second one did, but both... They just, it's kind of, it's just kind of there because it's supposed to be there. And it just doesn't feel like, Laura Croft Tomb Raider should feel like Indiana Jones movies. They really should. That's what the games felt like. You're exploring these, these large areas that, from traps to bad guys to, to, to secrets and things and swimming and things. And it was just, neither movie just accentuated on that as much as they should have, concentrated on that as much as they should have. Like the Laura Croft movie that they rebooted with a, uh, with Miss Vickander a few years ago, um, which the 2018 Tomb Raider, I think, was by far much better and should have done better than it did. All in all, unless you're a huge Angelina Jolie fan or a huge fan of these movies, I got to skip the two first two Tomb Raiders and go to the 2018 Tomb Raider. It's surprisingly good. These, on the other hand, I pull them out every once in a while for kitsch value. You do a Mystery Science Theater 3000 kind of thing with them, but they really haven't aged very well. The action scenes are pretty good. Angelina Jolie, again, does most of her own stunts. There's a few things where you can tell it's not her. Um, there's more shooting in this one than the second one. Both were PG-13. Oh, about the 4K. The second one was okay. It looked good, sounded good. They didn't upgrade it to Dolby Atmos. They didn't do a whole lot with it, etc. cetera. Um, but on the flip side... This one was a native 4K transfer scan from the original 35-millimeter negative and looked amazing. I think down the road, Paramount may do something and upgrade these. Maybe if they're going to do another uh, Tomb Raider, they might upgrade the soundtracks to, you know, Dolby Atmos or DTSX. I thought the soundtracks were fine for both movies. Um, they were fairly modern sounding, but there was a couple of times where gunshots were quieter than her grunts and groans as she was jumping off things. So the mix was a little off in some ways for the home video, at least for, on my system. I wish I could give a better review to them. They're fine. If you have nothing on a Saturday afternoon, you want to watch it back to back, but you'll forget about them a few hours later. Watch the 2018 version. At least that one will stick you stick around with you a little bit longer. And hopefully one day we do get a real great Tomb Raider movie. They're great games if you've never played them. Um, but video game movies, they're hard to pull off. And this proves, again... They tried. They gave it their best shot, but it was a '90s film trapped in 2001. It, it, you know, it only made. It was a 150 million dollar budget, made 274 million dollars, which is more than the second one. And she gave up, and they gave up after that, and then rebooted it in 2018. I probably have to agree with them. These just feel like soulless Hollywood movies, just trying to capture the magic of that video game, and they didn't succeed. But the marketing plan, and everything else, it looks right, sounds right. It just doesn't hold up here 20 years later 22 years later anyway if you like them love them if you don't i get it now i, I had a much better memory of these movies than they hold up to now hmm. kind of sad anyway 
Tomb Raider. Lara Croft Tomb Raider, the first one from 2001. It's just okay. It's better in some ways than the second one, but the second one's better in some ways. If you could take the good things out of both movies, you get one great movie. Just my opinion. Both movies look good on 4K. The first one looks better. Both sound good on 4K, but I thought the second one sounded better. Extras are all on the Blu-rays. The 4Ks now have no extras, so there you go. If you really have to own them, own them. If you don't, stream them, enjoy them, watch them again, maybe. I'm a big Tomb Raider fan of the games. and They just did okay with the two movies. Like I said, parts I like in both, just not enough of either. I'm Scott. I'm Rockfile. Thanks for listening to a podcast today. Much more is on the way. Thank you for listening.